us. Joining us now, he is the King, Jerry Lawler. What's up, King? How you guys doing? Everything's cool. All right, cool. Good good to have you on the show, King. Uh, so much to talk to you about uh, since the last time we spoke. So let's jump right into it. Let's talk about uh, the big news involving you is that you've been moved from Monday Night Raw to Thursday Night SmackDown. That is big news uh, because, yeah, you're right. I've been on Monday Night Raw since the inception. I've been I've done more Monday Night Raw shows than absolutely anybody in the history of the WWE. I was there from the get-go and every every single Monday night for over 20 years. And, um, of course, I, I started doing uh, SmackDown as well. In the beginning, when, when SmackDown first started, I did uh, Monday Night Raw and, and Friday Night SmackDown. And then switched, I don't even remember when, but somewhere to just, just primarily doing Raw and um, the pay-per-views. So, anyway, they gave me a call a couple of weeks ago and said, we're making some big changes. We're moving... Um, Friday night SmackDown to Thursday night on the Sci-Fi Network, and with that, uh, the 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 thought behind that, the network people, is that Thursday nights there are so many more homes using television than on Friday night, and so they're looking to um, really boost the ratings and really get SmackDown into the uh, into the same realm as Monday Night Raw is, as far as uh, you know, viewing audience wise. So uh, Vince's idea was to make some talent uh, exclusive to SmackDown to drive, you know, to drive the fans to um, watching to watching the Thursday night on Sci-Fi. And so he switched me, put me with Michael Cole and a new young guy named Byron Saxton as the announced team. Put Booker T with uh, Michael Cole and JBL on Raw, and uh, so we do we do. Um, SmackDown actually do the taping. SmackDown is actually taped on Tuesday nights, and then it airs Wednesday night in Canada and Thursday night here in the United States. But so far, it's been awesome. I mean, the the ratings actually doubled the first week, uh, uh, week before last, the first week that it went moved to Thursday. The ratings actually doubled, and uh, the social media, the social media, uh, Twitter response and everything was through the roof. One point nine million. Uh, uh, tweets about the show on on that that first week and everything, so it's it's really been awesome. I'm really looking forward to it, and I think that we're going to be able to make SmackDown into the uh, you know into the ratings juggernaut that Monday Night Raw is. So SmackDown now on Thursdays at seven on Sci-Fi with the King. So that your schedule has it doesn't change that much, I guess. What you usually would do is just you just move it one day up in the week. Is that how it works? Exactly. Uh, the only thing, the only thing that's different, and and this week is going to be the first week that happens to be once a month. Now I still do the 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 uh, I still do all the pay per views, and so um, that is still going to be me, Michael Cole, and JBL. So on once a month when we do a pay per view on Sunday, then instead of me just uh, I'll, I'll go out on Sunday to whatever city, like for instance this this Sunday the Royal Rumble is in Philadelphia. I'll go to Philadelphia, and then Monday I think Raw was in Hartford, Connecticut. And Tuesday SmackDown is in Boston, so I'll just have that. Uh, I'll just have that one layover day, and I'll go to Philadelphia and then on to Boston and do the show and then come back home. But the rest of the the rest of the month, the week, I'll just I'll just fly out on Tuesday morning, do the show Tuesday night, and then fly back home on Wednesdays. So it sounds like you'll be spending more time away from Memphis. Well, no, it'll actually be it'll actually be about the same one one more one extra day a month. One extra day a month. <laughs> yeah, twenty four hours less a uh, month in Memphis. 
All right, we're talking to Jerry the King Lawler. You can uh, now see him on SmackDown each and every week. Follow him on Twitter at Jerry Lawler. You tweet a lot more now than you used to. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm I'm surprised. I don't I don't tweet that much. I mean, I look at I look at some of these people. You know, I sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll get tweets and I'll look over and they'll have tweeted like you know twenty or twenty five thousand times and 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 they'll have like forty five followers or something like that. You know, I mean, compared to my, I think that compared to my. Um, bring it up here <laughs> somewhere as compared to my amount of followers. I think my amount of tweets is relatively low. Oh, your your amount of tweets that you've actually no, it's good. I mean, you're you're just more active on it. Is all I was saying. I don't think you I don't think you, you tweet too much. It's just you're you're more active uh, than you have been uh, in in quite some time. The um, yeah, you've you sent. I think you've got eighteen hundred tweets and. With over over a million followers, of course. So yeah, I got one point one million followers, and I've tweeted one thousand eight hundred sixty two times, <laughs> as opposed to good old Jr. Now, like good old Jr. <laughs> tweeted like fifty thousand times or something like that, you know. <laughs> uh, but okay. anyway, it's, it's kind of cool. I, I no, I I love tw- I love Twitter. I think it's a, a great opportunity. It's a, you know it's it's a, a really um, a, a good opportunity to get you know messages out there and and. Uh, I've, be, I've become the spokesperson for a couple of uh, businesses, uh, Platinum Jewelers here in Memphis, and and also King Cotton Ford and Chrysler up in Covington. And and man, you know it's it's just awesome. Anytime you send out a, a, a tweet to you know about either one of those uh, either one of those companies or, or products or whatever, I mean it, it goes to 1.1 million people instantly. So it's awesome. Wow. Uh- the uh, so you so as we talk about last thing on your move to SmackDown because I'm just curious because for most of your life you've worked on Monday nights whether it was at the Mid South Coliseum or on Monday Night Raw there's been very few Monday nights that you have had off like what are you doing now? Well, you know what you're you're exactly right and actually I've only it's only happened to me uh, uh, twice in the you know the past the past two weeks has been my my Monday nights. Uh, being off and it was weird the first week I the first week that I was off I, I just I just stayed around the house and didn't really do anything I watched uh you know I watched the Monday Night Raw show on television and and then uh then last week I actually we we, we went out to dinner and went to a movie and saw American Sniper on Monday night so um it was just you know it's it's just uh it, it's a little bit weird but it, it it didn't take too long to get used to it what's your review on American Sniper well, I, I really, I really liked it. Um, you know, I mean, it was a great, a great action movie. It was really intense and everything. The only, the only thing, um, and I don't, I don't know if I'm, it would be a spoiler alert or anything for people that haven't seen it, but you know, I knew, you know, I knew the story, the the real life story of um, of, of the guy, and and so I knew what happened uh, in in real life at the end. Right. And then, you know, in the, in the movie, you're getting the build up, and you're just getting right to the end and you kind of know oh my gosh here's what's coming and then all of a sudden the credits start rolling you know and they just didn't show you know they that 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 part of his life or the end of his life they did they didn't show and i was i was just sort of um i don't know i was i was sort of disappointed about that i just thought the ending could have been handled a little bit better but all all in all awesome movie and i thought that uh you know all the all the actors in there did an incredible job. I mean, people people talk about wrestling being fake and all that. There's nothing faker than that baby that was in the movie. Did you notice the fake baby? <laughs> <laughs> the baby was horrible, wasn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> the baby was awful. I'll tell you what I did. We went last night and and saw a movie last night that I loved. I did, I wasn't 
I, I didn't know what to expect uh, going in, but oh my gosh, it was laugh out loud funny the entire movie. I loved it. Was uh, Wedding Ringer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with Kevin Hart. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. Right. I'd recommend that to anybody. Full endorsement, two thumbs up from the king on Wedding Ringer. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. Uh, so you mentioned already that the Royal Rumble is tomorrow. Do you have an official prediction for the Royal Rumble? It's always one of the most exciting individual wrestling matches of the year. Yeah, and you know one of the cool things about the Rumble is, and what makes it so hard to predict the winner is because you know nobody knows who's actually who all the participants are going to be. You know, it hasn't been the full thirty uh, uh, wrestlers that are going to be in it have not been announced. So there's always some pri- some surprise uh, uh, in- entrance in the in the Rumble, and so you never really you really it's really difficult to try to pick a winner. I, and you know, if I had to just right now um, go with the, the who I no is going to be in it. I'd probably say Roman Reigns would have to be the favorite. Right. You've but, been a uh, surprise entry into the Royal Rumble before. Do uh, I? You've been like a surprise entry oh, into yeah, the Royal Rumble couple, before, yeah, too, a right? Times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Anything can happen on, on Sunday night. But the Rumble is the last pay per view before the one that's coming to Memphis. Fast Lane, which is a new name of the pay per view. Explain that to people who may be confused on what's well, happening. I, I, th- I think that, um, you know, the, the, the term Fast Lane is really going along with the fact that you know once we once we uh, uh, officially are into the Royal Rumble season, it's it's everybody says you know we're on the road to WrestleMania, and it is truly the road to WrestleMania, and especially that'll be the last pay per view before WrestleMania. So it, I think I think they're just saying you know this is this is the this is the ultimate build up to the biggest event of the year, which is WrestleMania. And so on the road to WrestleMania, when it comes to Memphis, we're going to be in the fast lane. So that's that's what that pay per view is all about. Fast Lane pay-per-view is, I believe, February 21st. Is that the date? At, at FedEx uh, yeah. Forum? The first yeah. time a pay-per-view has been in Memphis in eight years. And you, of course, will be there because you're still doing the uh, commentary on the pay-per-views. But before we get to that, that's a big wrestling moment coming up in Memphis in February. There's a big wrestling moment next week at the Grizzlies <laughs> game. They're doing wrestling night at FedEx Forum against Oklahoma City. And it's they're going to give out wrestling belts. Grizzlies wrestling belts are going to be given away. It's oh, my be- gosh. I went by yesterday. I was down at FedEx Forum yesterday. Doing so, doing a little, uh, basically a photo shoot and some uh, promos for the for the wrestling night, and saw the saw the Grizz Grizzly World Championship belts that are going to be given away. Three thousand of these uh, belts are going to be given away, and they these things are really awesome. I mean, they're nice metal championship belts. Uh, kids will actually love them. Any uh, adults will love them. <laughs> it's really really nice championship belts, and they're actually made by the same company that makes the uh, WWE replica championship belts. So they're real nice. They're going to be given away, and it's going to be, I, I don't know, I sort of want it to be a surprise to some people, uh, but but it's going to be a grisly salute to Memphis wrestling history. So they're going to bring back some uh, some names from out of the past that I'm sure some of the fans that grew up on Saturday morning wrestling with Lance Russell and Dave Brown, hint, hint, um, uh, <laughs> that, that, you know, saw those guys every Saturday morning calling the action with, uh, and the, and the action in the ring with guys like myself and the referee uh, Jerry Calhoun, you know, was there, there for years. And, and um, that th- th- I don't even know if I should how much I should tell, but I think there's actually going to be a ring set up and a real match is going to take place with uh, some legendary announcers calling the action and and maybe even a guest appearance by one of the most famous uh, ref wrestlers to 
ever in the history of the business. Oh wow! Uh, woo! If you know what I mean. Somebody but like you, that may even be there. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be an awesome night at the Grizzlies game next Saturday. Oh, I thought you were talking about yourself for a minute when you were talking about the. Well, <laughs> I'm the definitely creatures. gonna be there, but I'm talking about somebody else. <laughs> somebody Maybe else. Sixteen-time world champion, this guy or something. You know. Oh wow! So they've yet to, to announce anything official, but yeah, we've we've heard all all of these uh, rumors that, that you've heard that uh, it's gonna be a, a real special night if you're a fan of wrestling, uh, which the Grizzlies are. are just big fans of wrestling. They've had you involved for for so many years. I know Grizz the mascot's a fan of wrestling. Oh, the mascot, the Grizz, of course. I mean, you know, he mm-hmm. he is a, a this guy. If he wasn't the mascot for the Grizz, he'd be a wrestler. It's no doubt about it. I mean, he's a he's a tremendous fan, a tremendous athlete, and uh, and a, a great uh, a great guy to be around. So I'm sure he'll be. If there's going to be some wrestling going on next Saturday, I'm sure Grizz is going to be involved some kind of way. <laughs> And uh, so many legends coming back. I, that's uh, against Oklahoma City. I can't, you know, I'm an adult and I cannot wait to get my my uh, Grizzlies wrestling belt uh, next week. Only the first three thousand folks get them, so you got to get got to get to the form early. Before I let you go, King, I do want to bring up uh, one other thing with you, which is the Mid South Coliseum, which is nicknamed yeah. among many other things. It's nicknamed the house that the King built. And the house that you built is possibly going to get torn down. And there's been a bunch of talk about whether or not it needs to get torn down, what they could do with it, and uh, what's going to happen with the fairgrounds. And we're getting real close to decisions being made on that. I believe in February, uh, by mid-February, decisions have to be made on whether or not uh, the city's going to tear it down or what they're going to do with it. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on, on that building? Well, you know, of course, it's it's just such a legendary building, and I personally have such a personal uh, interest in 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 history in the in the Mid South Coliseum. You know, I don't I don't look at it as the the house the king built, but we <laughs> did perform there. I did perform there probably more than any other uh, uh, team uh, athlete, uh, singer, superstar, whatever. And you know, I, I was probably. Doing, done more performances in the Mid South Coliseum than anybody, and it's just uh, to me so special. And and um, you know, it would certainly be sad to to see that building go with all of the memories of everybody that you know. I I, I saw the Beatles perform there. I saw the Rolling Stones, Elvis Presley perform there. So many legendary uh, moments in the history of that that arena, mm-hmm. that that building, that it would just be a shame for it to just be wiped off the face of the earth, if you, if you ask me. But you know what's sad is that it all boils down to politics and politicians. And, um, you know, sadly, if, if you have my own personal opinion, we live in a city that has a history of some of the worst politicians and the worst political decisions ever made. So I don't, you know, I don't, uh, I don't have, I don't have much hope for the Mid-South Coliseum. I think that they will uh, the politicians will decide to just erase it from our from the city and our, try to erase it from our memories and 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 put something in there that will just uh, you know who knows what what it what it will be uh, but it's all it's all it's all up to the politicians and sadly uh, the people of Memphis really don't have much uh, to say about it. We're talking with that uh, Jerry, the King Lawler. No, I mean you're you're right. We are we are on to to use the WWE pay per view phrase. We're on the fast lane to that building getting getting torn down. And, and everybody knows you you've run for mayor. That your thoughts on on the the politics in in this city. But um, we were thinking uh, of an idea maybe that if the Coliseum could be saved and turned into a wrestling hall of fame or museum or something. What would your thoughts be on that? Well, you know, I don't I don't know if there would be enough. I don't know if there would be enough interest. Uh, or, 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 
if it would draw enough fans. But say, you know, if certainly if it, if it had the worldwide appeal as a as a you know as a Graceland or something that would attract that many fans. I don't know if a wrestling uh, a Hall of Fame would would do that. Uh, but you know, I just I just think, and, and I know from experience, just in the just in the situation of our own local Memphis wrestling company. Uh, you know, when you try to put on a, I, I just know that a building the size of the Coliseum would still be uh, so in demand and so utilized by by bands, by um, uh, something like a Memphis Wrestling, where where the FedEx Forum is just it's too big and too expensive, uh, and 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 a, and a building that would seat. 10,000 or eight, eight to 10,000 fans would be ideal. I mean, you know, so many things I went, I went, I went to a concert. I went to see, uh, um, uh, there goes my memory. Brad Paisley, the other guy. Yeah. Brad, I went to see Brad Paisley, you know, at the Lander center. And, and, and that would have been an ideal, uh, right. Actor or or show for the mid South Coliseum. At the end of the day though, at the end of the day, like there's the no compete clause with the Grizzlies. There's the improvements needed, and there is the Lander Center there. That it's going to be tough for the Coliseum to be an arena again. Uh, but so I mean, I I doubt that that would happen. But as far as the, the wrestling museum, well, the only reason the only reason the only reason mm-hmm. that it's tough is because of political decision. Right. I mean, you know, this like uh, that's a political decision that there's a no compete. Uh, I mean, a no compete. Uh, clause in there with the, with the FedEx forum. That's all. Of, that's a political. Decision. No, that's true. That's true. But if the and, but the idea for the wrestling museum, sorry to interrupt, King, is that it's the municipal auditorium in Nashville where you wrestled as well for many years, and sure. has been converted. Part of it, just part of it, has been converted into the mu- the musicians' museum. So part of the building is being used for that, and the other part is being being used for other stuff. That the the idea of if the city or if anybody got behind the idea of let's try it out and see if a, a wrestling museum would work because there's two hundred thousand people a year go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So I mean, there's a good right. chance that a similar audience, especially with Bass Pro opening up, the people who love Bass Pro also love wrestling and can travel in and you know knock both out in a day. That if they turn that into a a uh, museum, would you be, would at least be on board with it and say, "Hey, I'm the king of Memphis. This is this is my building. I will uh, put my stuff that I had in my old museum." And because you don't have a home right now for your museum, would you put it in the Coliseum? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, yeah, I would I would be on board with any plan whatsoever to save the Mid South Coliseum. Yeah, I, I I would I would love to see that building saved uh, in any any way, shape, form, or, or, or possible way to do it. You know, um, right. The wrestling museum. And, and, hey, I mean, you know, it would be it would be awesome if you could talk. Um, if it, if it did turn into, you know, there the the WWE Hall of Fame is. Um, there's actually no physical home for that. I mean, you know, that would be an that would be an awesome place to combine the Memphis wrestling history with a WWE Hall of Fame and and right. uh, and, and and it it oh it it could be it could be a massive uh, um, event not event but a massive. Uh, uh, destination, it you know, be, for, yeah. for people to come to if it, if it was done right. I mean, you could you could, without a doubt, more than fill up the Mid South Coliseum with with uh, wrestling history if you took in the WWE Hall of Fame and and uh, and museum and made a museum out of that and and combined with Memphis wrestling and wrestling, you know, nationwide. I mean, there's all uh, that way. It would make it it would make it a 
a destination for people from all over the country. Right. I mean, Memphis already is a great tourist destination for for people across the globe, and I just right. think it, it to me it sets up perfect. You've got you've got uh, Bill Street, which is you know home of of the King of the Blues, BB King. You've got Graceland, home of the King of Rock and Roll, Elvis Presley. You got the Mid South Coliseum, home of the King of Wrestling, Jerry the King Lawler, and those three together it would make a, a pretty good trifecta of tourist attractions. Well, I agree 100%. You won't get any argument from me. <laughs> I, and, and I would, uh, you know, like you said, like I said, I'd be on board with any any movement or, or any way I could help to save well, the building. Have a good Jerry Lawler display in in the in the Coliseum. Well, King, we appreciate uh, you having this conversation with us, talking uh, with us about it. We're looking forward to uh, watching you now on SmackDown and seeing you at the Forum next week for Wrestling Night and whoever else may or may not be there. Well, you're, you're right about that. It's going to be a big, big night. And, you know, we're talking about Memphis Wrestling history a moment ago and, and, and the WWE. I'm just in the final final uh, process of um, arranging for the WWE to get a lot of the old Memphis historical wrestling footage to show on the WWE Network starting soon. So, oh. uh, you know, the, the uh, WWE has their own network, which is available for only nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> it's the greatest thing. I mean, if I have so many people tell me every day, said, oh my gosh, I just tried the network and it's just awesome. And uh, it, it really is. It's, if you're any kind of, even a minute wrestling fan, it's such a bargain. Uh, because you get all you get all the pay per views like a fast lane you get free if you you know if you sign up for nine ninety nine a month for the for the network but anyway we're looking to get the Memphis wrestling uh, on the network really really soon. All right, that's that that sounds really awesome. Is there a, a Jerry Lawler DVD or anything in the works? Oh, that's in the works as well. Yes, as a matter of fact, they're putting the finish t- finishing touches on it. It should be uh, they have to have it uh, done and 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 to the distributors by and get it out in about six weeks. So it's going to be out. Oh, wow. it's, it's going to be out in stores uh, in about six weeks. Yeah, oh, three, a three disc uh, DVD set of my entire life. Wow! So we're just a few weeks away from that. That'll be awesome. Hey, we'll we'll get it and we can show it at the museum when it opens at the Coliseum. 